Come on. Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Yuval Zimmerman. Yuval, are you ready to do this? Let's do the do. Let's let's go. Yuval is an entrepreneur. He's a marketing guru and the VP of Marketing and Global Partnerships with Air Doctor. They're an organization connecting travelers to local doctors whenever they happen to fall ill. Yuval, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. First of all, thank you for having me here on the program, George. Um, okay, a little bit about myself. I have to say I'm married to an amazing, amazing woman named Tamar, and she deals with me and puts up with me every single day for the last 10 years or so. I don't know exactly, so I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, I have four rascals for little children. They drive me insane, but together with that, they give me lots of happiness and purpose in life. And on the word side, I would say that, uh, like you said, you presented me. Thank you for that nice presentation. I see myself as an entrepreneur, a marketing guru, and a warrior poet. And I head the marketing team for Air Doctor. We're a company that pretty much connects international travelers in 74 countries, to, including telehealth. And really, we're, we're there to help people connect when they're most in need. Um, and, you know, you went into why you do what you do. I think if I look in my life and, and, and the steps that I've gone through up until now, um, I'm a deep believer in responsibility, in family, in community. And I do what I do to try to put my footprint, uh, as little as it may be, in some kind of way that can change people's lives, that can help people out and and that and that's why I do things. I believe strongly in Air Doctor and everything I do goes towards helping people out and trying to make some kind of difference. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate that. We're big fans of those things on the show as well. So what do you mean when you say you're a warrior poet, Yuval? <clears throat> oh, I knew that. <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. Uh, so warrior poet, like, like I said, with my strong beliefs and, um, you know, you would say you couldn't conservative views of family community and so forth um, together with that you can say there's you know there's there's the the fighting spirit you have to be a fighter in in all senses of, of the word in your personal life outside um so so just fighting the good fight you know you say that at the end of every show fight the good fight and and i think that's the the warrior spirit spirit that i'm speaking about and of course poet it's just um i'm trying to get into uh, I, I like thinking philosophically and writing and thinking, um, and, and I think it goes together very well with um, uh, with being a warrior. And of course, it always reminds me of Braveheart, <laughs> uh, so I just go with it. I love it. No, amen. I think that that's all really well said right there. So we need all Thank those you. things. We need all of those things. So when when you are. Um, fascinated by, by, by air doctor. And I just can't imagine if you said put together a program like this, how, how I would even start. Um, Cause you need to obviously cultivate the relationships. 
and you've got something like 17,000 doctors across 61 or 61 different countries. So that had to be really hard, but then getting the word out to the rest of the world that says, Hey, if you happen to be traveling, how do you, uh, so, I mean, now that the thing is up and running, is it, what, what are the biggest challenges and opportunities for you today? Well, the biggest challenges as it was at the beginning, and it is now, I think it's creating that network of doctors that you mentioned. And, and today, we're already with over 20,000 doctors in 74 countries across the globe. Um, we do telemedicine with the ability to prescribe medicine through the, through the telemedicine consultations, uh, private doctor visits, home visits, and so forth. So one of the main challenges was creating that network and of course, keeping that network alive, especially through COVID-19, because we're there for the travelers and there wasn't much travel going on. But I think maintaining that relationship with the doctors and keeping them going and growing that network. So that's a sure challenge. And of course, like you mentioned, getting to the end users. How do we get to the end users? What, you know, because at the end of the day, even if you're doing something good, it comes out kind of like selling. You have to sell something, even though, you know, our platform where, you know, people are on vacation traveling with their families and someone breaks a bone, gets sick and they need help. And the best way we saw, we said, we need to connect to businesses that are already connected to the end user. And here we have partners. We went on a B2B to see direction. We have insurance partners, and we have travel agencies and OTA partners. And pretty much we get the word out through these channels that people are already using um, without knowing us. And as time goes by, we've been working since 2018. We have helped tens of thousands of people um, get the right you know, medical treatment and assistance when they need it. Um, and so, like you said, those two main challenges were amazing. They still are, but I think we're, we're fighting the good fight. Yeah, I appreciate that. That certainly does make sense. It's always interesting how, how companies choose to go about getting, getting their service out, out, out into the world. So, because both of those are, are, are unique B2B and then B2C, and you're essentially sort of linking them together, right? Yeah, we're trying to do a little bit of both. It's it's challenging. We're seeing what grows, but you know, thank God they're 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 both going up. You know, the people are coming to us directly. People are coming through us through our business partners, um, and it just shows how much this service is really needed by 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 everyone. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no doubt about it. So from a from a marketing standpoint. How, how are you using social media if, if, if I'm, I, my guess would be you're using social media to attract users to it, but are you also using social media to foster the relationships with the actual providers? So, so it depends what social media you're speaking about. Um, when, when, I, when we're talking about partners and doctors and insurance companies, travel agencies, so forth, the best social media to use today would be LinkedIn, right? Um, and of course, we use LinkedIn to foster our, uh, our network and our messaging and branding to those partners. 
Um, and for the users, of course, the, the regular mainstream social media is used every single day. And what we've done, uh, and of course you, you can tell me if, if you think it's, it's a good step or not, but the numbers are always growing. And like, like I said, we don't, we're not selling. We want to really provide value. And we started writing tons of content and making tons of videos that really speak to the user. And we try to fit the content to what's going on around the world and what people are interested in and really giving valuable content and insights, actionable insights to everyone reading. So if it's from um, right now, we did, we did a piece on travel insurance versus health, international health insurance. And if you should even get any when you're traveling, is it better just to travel with your credit card policy or not? Or, you know, people are, are gonna go soon on spring break, some insights about where people are traveling to, some good travel destinations, what to do. Um, if you're traveling with chronic diseases, what should you do? What should you know? So I think we're using a lot of content and placing it out on social media to get the value out. It's nothing to do with Air Doctor, just help people out, know what to expect, what to do. And of course, if anyone ever needs us, we're there, but they don't have to come to us. They don't have to use us. We're, we're happy to help just with our content. Nice. When, when an organization makes a decision to do that, how, how, how far do you think um, about these seeds that, 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 that we're planting, all this content, these videos, how, how far of an investment into the future is that? Are you expecting people are going to read it today? Is it is this for 10 years, somewhere in the middle? So I expect people to read it today, of course. Uh, but as we've seen, we've, we've been doing very strong content for the last year and a half. And we see old articles that suddenly out of nowhere spike up in traffic. Um, and, and I'm sure you've heard of, of Simon Sinek. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he wrote the, the book on uh, the infinite game. And I try to look at the business and, and at the marketing, everything in, in that style. And pretty much in, in the infinite game, he talks about, you know, looking at a business with short-term gains versus long-term gains. And every business needs to have both. You have to be able to concentrate on the short-term gates because you need revenue to exist. If you don't have anything coming in right now, you're going to die. You're not going to be able to continue. At the same time, if you're only looking at those short-term gains, the, the amount of, 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 um, of input, of you know, cost, resources, everything, it's, it's going to multiply to an amount that you can't really sustain and you can't capitalize on and grow because it's, it's just too much. So you have to look at the long-term, even though it might be costly now, but those seeds, like you mentioned, is something that's gonna help a month from now, a year, 10 years from now, that's what's gonna build the real business and make it sustainable over a long period of time. Cause you have to think of it not of, there's no end goal. There's no, I wanna have, 100 million users, it, that's not a goal, right? Your motivation has to be 
I want to help people find medical assistance when they need it. That's our motivation. And as long as that's there, then our seeds are going to help us because today we're using telemedicine. We're helping people through our app get a doctor's visit, get prescriptions. It, it might be that in 10 years, you know, phones might be obsolete, right? There might not be any phones in 10 years. Who knows? And then if we have that same motivation, that same clear message, we're going to have a solution for what happens in 10 years. And we're not looking just at the right now. Well, that certainly does make sense. And that, that's, that's a good way to frame it. I was thinking this morning about uh, the highest and best uh, best use of time and, and attention. And as y'all are trying to decide how to structure that balancing the short-term needs of revenue and everything else with long-term desire to to still be relevant and to be even more relevant no matter what the platform or no matter what device people are accessing and all that stuff, how, how, how do you as a marketing executive sort of decide? This is, this is the strategy. Here's what we're going to be focused on. It's hard. <laughs> it's a hard question. Um, the, I think the power is in knowing how to say no. Hmm. When to just cut things off and say, okay, I built a strategy based on a clear motive, a clear goal. And I know there's going to be tons of things and ideas that are going to come to me in the middle. If they do not fit my goal, I have to say no to them. If they're not within the goal, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And, and it just, it's every single day looking at what you're doing. You know, when I manage my team, I do the same thing. It's like they show me some idea or they started working on something. I'll ask them, Okay, our goals are these. And I have three or four goals. That's it. No more. Is what you're doing helping us reach those goals? If they start telling me, um, maybe, you know, I don't know. But in the long term, I'm like, no. So the answer is no, not right now. So that's not what we need to do. Prioritize. Say no. Yeah, I think that that's really well said. It's struck me that if you don't know what your goals and your priorities are, it's really, really difficult to prioritize them. So knowing, <laughs> yeah, got, you know, yeah, it's all over. You can go all over the place. You can get lost very, very easily. And I think that that's also a very human thing is that we're all probably very curious people and inquisitive and we like shiny things. But to be able to say no, it's such a powerful and essential thing. Yeah. I like it. What are, as, 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 as you're looking ahead, sort of reading the tea leaves, is, is there something that you're most excited about? Something that you think is going to be most disruptive? Is it just hopefully the end of the pandemic and that's going to allow us to just refocus? Well, first, I've been, I've been hoping for the end of the pandemic since it started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so hopefully two years in, uh, it's finally going to happen, you know. Uh, I've been planning a, a ski trip with my kids for the last two years. Every year has gone canceled. And this year I'm like, nope, I'm, I don't care. We're going, we're going out. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to travel picking up. And with the numbers that we're seeing, we really catch that. Um, you know, it depends on where you're speaking about. If you're looking at Asia, Europe, 
the U.S. Different, you know, geographies have have different stats, but in the overall sense, travel is picking up. People are going out for business, for vacations, um, and I think that's and I think that's amazing. If um, in Air Doctor, the past year we worked really, really strongly on creating partnerships with businesses that will be able to offer our services. Um, after the pandemic is over this year, we're already there. We got the businesses, we got the attention, and now it's just giving the absolute best service to the people that are using us. And I think that, you know, if you look at, at the ratings and, and, and the comments that we're getting, I think we're doing a great job. I think our customer support, we have a 24 seven customer support that's multilingual and and something very, very special about our company is, is that, is that everyone is so focused and so dedicated to their job that they give it their all and more. So I'm really excited to be getting more and more users every month. I mean, on one side, I'm, I'm sad that people are getting sick and need us, right? But that's, it's a reality of the world. Um, so with that reality and the, and, and the service that we're giving and the change and like people, we had, we had someone in Cambodia, right? Write us out of all places. And, and they really needed medical treatment and we were able to help them hmm. even though our network doesn't expand to Cambodia at the moment, but we were able to be there and help them out. So I'm very excited about travel picking up and as people are more, more aware of their medical ailments and needs that they might need, I know we're there and with our team, we'll be able to, to answer, you know, if not all, most of, of the problems and, and give the best service that we can. Amazing. Appreciate that. Well, you've all, people are ready for that difference making tip. What do you have for them? Wow. Um, so I'm going to say, don't be scared to suffer and don't be scared to fight. The only way that we can move forward, progress and become better people, influence our small or big circles in a positive way is to accept the suffering, to accept fighting as part of life and know that happiness is not a goal. Purpose is a goal. And to reach purpose, you need to be ready to suffer, to fight, to put in the hours. And if you can do those things, happiness is one of those things that will come and attach itself to you and success will grow. And that's what I've seen personally. And I hope other people can take that forward and, and succeed as well. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. There's that warrior poet coming out, Yuval. Well said, well said. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and Air Doctor? Thank you, George. Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn. I think that's the easiest and best way to find me. Yuval Zimmerman spelled with one M, Zimmerman. Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. On the LinkedIn, there's a link uh, to our business site, to airdoctor.com. Of course, anyone that wants to use it can look it up on the iOS um, or Android platforms on the web. 
um, and I'm there as well. So please come, any questions, I'd love to help out in any way I can. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Yuval your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find Yuval on LinkedIn. It's Yuval Zimmerman with one M. And then find Air Doctor at airdoctor.com, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R.com. And then download the apps on iOS and Android. Thanks again, Yuval. Just a quick fist. Egg Doctor is A-I-R-D-R.com. Oh, <laughs> perfect. It's okay. <laughs> AIR-DR.com. Perfect. Thanks again, Yuval. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.